to Killing Time, hosted by two girls, one goth. And today we have a very special Thanksgiving-themed episode of Killing Time because today is Thanksgiving. Yes. Literally, what a delight. What a delight. A cornucopia of fucking joy. <laughs> <laughs> Before we get into we we also decided, I think, from last week's episode, we're like, you know what? We fucking love a themed episode. It makes everything more yes. fun. You know, we get in great conversations. And I'm not trying to like foreshadow about next week or anything. Oh. But next week is my birthday. Ah, yes. <laughs> yes. So uh, thematically, that might play a part. It might. Mm -hmm. It might not. It might. <laughs> might not would be on track for who I am, <laughs> uh, but maybe we should so I don't get sad. No, we definitely will. But um, do we have anything to talk about before we jump into the dark day? I mean, I think from a housekeeping perspective, before we even get close to the firsty worsty section, I want to remind you guys all of the number to call with your confessions, 323-539-3516. About 2.30 is the cutoff, two minutes, 30 seconds. Uh, if you get cut off, call back. Again, it'll ask you for your name. You either don't say it, but also even if you say it, we never hear that. I don't even know why they ask. Second housekeeping I forgot to do in last week's episode is uh, us going to Patreon is for extra content. We're not moving our show, yeah. Killing Time or First Degree, onto Patreon at all. So we just wanted to ease any concerns there. But that's the only housekeeping I can think of. So we are good to get into this shit whenever you're ready, Jacqueline. Okay, well, let's jump into the dark day Billy. I love how you threw it to me. I'm going to throw it to Billy. Hot potato, hot potato. Yes, all right, ladies, it's November. Hot potato like a Thanksgiving fucking potato fest. <laughs> 25th. <laughs> Calm down, because this is a really, no, really dark day. It's all gravy, Billy. It's all gravy. This dark day is not gravy. <laughs> yeah, in 1839 on this day... Think about this. 300,000 people were killed by the Karinga Cyclone, Damn. which is also known as the 1839 India Cyclone. Where was it? India? It, yes. It hit the port city of Karinga, which is on the southeastern coast 300, of 300,000 people? 300,000 people. It, it created a 400... Uh, I'm sorry. It created a 40-foot storm surge and completely wiped out the harbor. 300,000 people were at the harbor? Well, within the city. Yeah. And and then they, they didn't even rebuild the port. They just said, fuck it. We're going away because this is a cursed city. Yeah, they called it the cursed city. They're like, we're done here. Yeah. So being awful. Having a, um, what the hell is that called? A big, massive wave. Can you think a about tidal that? Wave? A ti tidal wave, like in day after tomorrow, is my biggest fucking nightmare. Or deep impact, which is. Caused me nightmares yes. forever. And I Where love I was the like, ocean. In Deep Impact, I can't recall exactly what the poster was, but it was like a wave going over the Empire State Building. Wasn't, I'm like, nope. Wait, that was the after tomorrow. Deep Impact oh. is mine. <laughs> That's the one that fucked me up. Was that the, what's I, the one with Jake Gyllenhaal? Mm -mm. Day after tomorrow, right? You don't know. No, it was Nightcrawler. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there's, a, there's been a few tsunami slash tidal waves uh, yes. movies. That being said, uh, they're all scary, and it's one of my biggest fears, frankly, because you can't run from a wave. No. If Sorry. It's, if it's encroaching upon your personal no. space. No. It's I can't tell if this day after tomorrow poster is is snow or if that's a wave. That looks like a... No, day after tomorrow, I think, is more snow. That looks like oh. a frozen abyss. Yeah. That looks maybe, like a tundra Then maybe me. I'm thinking of Deep Impact as well. Let me Google the little <laughs> thumbnail for Deep Impact as you continue. 
But anyway, you, know, you but, know what I love right now is that people are yelling at their. Oh, like, I know. No, you <laughs> fucking idiot! You guys, I'm sorry. I don't watch that many movies. Yes. Oh, deep. Oh, deep impact. Neither mm. of neither of those are what we no. are talking. Yeah, it is. Oh. Yeah, it is. Look, look. No, Alexis, that's the wrong deep impact. No, it's not. No, it's. You got the porn deep in. No, this one. The porn. <laughs> Look, you see the the wave right here going yeah. over New York City. That's mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. Um, yes, that's terrifying. Okay, well, anyways, yes, dying by massive wave is not really the way that I would like to go. That's right. All right, well, um, is that it, Billy, for the yes. dark day? Yes, that is it. Okay, well, when we come back, we've got some Halloween Thanksgiving bitching to do. Halloween or Thanksgiving yeah. or uh, gourds are universal for those two holidays. So let's they go are. with that. Please rise. Court is now in session. All rise. Call the first witness. How do you plead? Guilty or not guilty? All right. Well, welcome to a very Thanksgiving themed. Plentiful. <laughs> Festive. Thankful. Thanksgiving episode. <laughs> a plentiful Thanksgiving episode of... Killing Time on the Stand is where we are now. Uh, we're each bringing something that, to the table that is festive-themed, and we're going to debate it or prosecute it, and we're going to figure out if we like it or not. That's right. I'll go first. Okay. On the stand for me today is the turducken. Mm. Whoa. The turducken, which is a dish... I'm on the Wikipedia. Oh, I know what it is. Consisting of a deboned chicken stuffed into a deboned duck, further stuffed into a deboned turkey. And it says the dish is a form of engastration, which is a recipe method in in which one animal is stuffed inside the gastric passage of another. Twofold in this instance. I want to barf. Yes. Well, I'm disgusted by it. I mean, it's basically like saying like, all right, if you're a vegan... Watch this. <laughs> it's so sick. It is just the perfect metaphor for American food. You want to hear something fascinating? I have two observations here. Okay. The first is that my mom wanted to try this. She wanted to do it and herself? My, uh, she didn't do it herself. She bought one. Okay. And uh, my mom is super liberal. So it super like very extreme, liberal. Extreme like relationship ruining liberal. <laughs> And she kept calling it a, a Turk Duckin. I was like, that's not what it, it's called. Turk Duckin with a K and a dash. Duck. K. I was like, it's not a Turk Duckin. It's a Turducken. Yeah. That was number one. So I, I didn't try it. I wasn't there. Uh, the second is one time I said deboned to someone and a chef was sitting next to me. She's like, it's boned. It's boned. Deboned <laughs> isn't a thing. Deboned. That means boned again. Like, no. Boned. If you're boned, you take the bones out. I was like, okay. And this person yelled at a waiter who said, like, this thing was deboned. I was like, so I just want to tell everyone, I was like, a fucking, I got yelled at. Deboned isn't right. It's a, like, if you're boning something other than sexual innuendo, it's removing the bones. But apparently, unless Wikipedia. Yes, it is wrong. It's it's like a, a wrong thing. That being said, I think it's fucking gross. I don't know if it would taste bad, but I don't want to try it. And I think it's a little, a little icky. Yeah. I mean, I don't like duck. So it's too, uh, duck is too gamey. A duck is not for me. I just, I don't need, I don't need this, you know, just a piece of chicken will work for me. <laughs> I don't need, I also, I don't like Turkey. Turkey's like a, someone called it once. I don't know where I got it. They called it like the dusty bird. I was like, yeah, I mean, it's sort of dry unless it's, it's, unless it's cold cuts on a Jersey Mike's. I'm Ugh. like, I, I'd rather have chicken on Thanksgiving. Mm. Really? 
Oh, I like what turkey, turkey tastes better? Yes, yeah, what, turkey it's, with it's stuffing. Dry. Stuffing. No, and, I and, want all oh, the things, but yeah. with just a bite of ch- a really well done chicken. Because mm. like that's weird. Is it? Yeah, you're not going for the. Well, guess what, bitches? There's a turkey shortage, so a lot of people aren't going to get a turkey this year. Are you Be- gonna? You're gonna get a chicken? I'll literally any fowl. That's right. <laughs> Alexa's gonna, gonna run out. Honestly, my dad could be like, "Here's some turkey, young lady," and it's chicken, and I wouldn't know the difference. Yeah. I wouldn't really know. The also, difference I'm like either. usually a bottle of wine deep before I eat dinner anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Have you ever had a turducken, Billy? Never. Do you, but Billy doesn't like any culinary experiments. No. But this is really like, like Billy a, wants chicken nuggets and. Uh, but yeah. it's not a like potato. a turducken is really like a Michelin rated dish. Maybe it is. Maybe we should do that. I mean, maybe with the duck. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not into it. It's not for me. Dude, it seems sort of like ghastly. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, it's weird stuffing a body inside yes. a body and then eating. It's just ghastly. It's, it's gas- a little ghoulish. Yes. I'm not into it. It's too, you Zombie-like know Zombie-like vibes. The fact of, like, the morbidity of just eating live animals when you really think about it is weird to begin with. Yeah. So no, then we f- already feel bad about it. Exactly. Putting dead animals into other dead animals is so fucking crazy. Honestly, like, I already feel like shit about eating, like, sentient. Oh, hopefully. Uh, I don't want to go here. I already feel bad about it. I watched Midsummer. Have you guys seen that movie? Is that with um, uh, the girl who is in um, Florence Pugh? Oh, no, I haven't seen it. Oh, how was it? I'm, it was amazing. But there is a scene in that movie, and I won't uh, spoil it for anybody, even though it's been out forever, where a body is put into another body. And it's it reminded me of the turducken. Ew. So, God, so you're prosecuting uh, guilty. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's... <laughs> Turducken guilty. It, yeah, it's not like the Donner Party was like, all right, you know what would be really good is if we took this body and then we put it into yeah, yeah, yeah. this body and then in this body. And, and then, then and then broiled it. Yeah. Um yeah. But you know what? They were they, they didn't know. So they didn't know. Okay. Well, okay. Who's Billy, next? your turn. <sighs> Wait, are are we It's your turn. Yeah, guilty. Did, did we, oh, oh, we we all said guilty. Do you get? Do you agree, guilty? Yes, I agree. Guilty, guilty. gavel, hit. All right, all right. So, I'm gonna uh, do something that I, I've heard. This is a thing. Oh no! And it's happened a lot of times on uh, Thanksgiving dinner, and it's the TV being on during Thanksgiving dinner. Okay, here for it. All right. So often, you know, in the morning, you have. The parade. Which and Kelty was on. Love Kelty, that. my partner on Lady Gang, she hosted the Thanksgiving parade this morning. I she hosted it? Really? Yeah. She, oh, hosts that's amazing. It, she hosts it every year. I, I love, love that. that. Yeah. All right. So then you have the parade. I love the balloons. I love all that. I've been there before live. Then you've got uh, a little bit of time and then you've got football. So they have two football games. Yeah. Boring. And it's usually the Cowboys and the Lions. Now, does your family leave the TV on in the background? You know, sort of like maybe if you've got that dining room where like the living room is kind of connected, but it's all the way in yeah, the back. Yeah, like, yeah. Yes. Uh, or, or that, yes. What What is that? So you don't like it. No, you, what are you, pro- are you prosecuting, defending? Be more clear about your. You know what? I am. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, that's not, that's, you're not. 
Get the assignment. You didn't. No, 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 no here's the thing. <laughs> I, I am, what is it? Um, the TikTok. You didn't follow this. Yeah. Di- what is it? They say. So the assignment. So, you didn't understand the assignment. <laughs> yes, I am defending it. I'm going to say it's not guilty I feel because like if we can you know rewind what? to the beginning of you talking about this. You're prosecuting it. You're a pain. But but here's the thing: it's <laughs> yeah, like you seem disgusted by it. <laughs> yet now you're defending yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, but but when I think about it, and I think about having to deal with like family and stuff, it's like I'm good with like being able to see something because you hate your family. No, 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 no see, <laughs> see, seeing a, a running back go for three yards. You know, I think in, we just in Detroit. Yeah. We live in a world where we have constant distractions around us at all time. That's just kind of the generation that we live in. So when there isn't a distraction, We're uncomfortable. it gets a little bit awkward. So whether that's the TV or I would put on like a playlist, mm-hmm. like I think you need something. It's very hard to eat in silence, especially with family, especially if you're with family that you don't really like. So mm. I vote not guilty for the TV in the background. Not guilty. I literally am a person who has the TV on constantly and I'm uncomfortable in silence. So I'm going to say I fucking need that. I just wish we would pivot from football to like SVU or something. <laughs> well, it has to. Football's not going to play into the And also the no one likes it. <laughs> no one likes it. No one's paying attention. <laughs> Except for all the football fanatics. No one likes it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, is it my turn? Yeah. You said... Not guilty, right? Yeah. Okay. So I don't know if this is going to surprise anyone. It's probably not. Um, I was teetering between two on the stands. What I am putting on the stand is fucking cranberry sauce. Mm. Um, First of all, I know a lot of you will say, you've never had really good cranberry sauce made from real cranberries (laughs) reduced on the stove. Yeah, it's so fucking gross. It's sharp. It's sharp. Like, I know what cranberry juice tastes like. I've had it in vodka. Cranberry juice is gross. It's sharp. Uh, and cranberry sauce. Cranberry juice. It's, that's right, Billy. Um, it's sharp. It's a little uh, tart. Um, but, like, I get, I get this idea of, like, curating a perfect bite, right? Like, you mm. want stuffing and mm. chicken. Mm. If you need something sweet, you throw some sweet potato on there. No. It, it's not the same. You but do you like cranberry sauce? Yes. Ew. I think you need cranberry sauce. Which one? To, which type? I, well, I like a, a not from a can. Oh, the can one. Uh, no, I need ew. like a. Gotta ew, love the can ew, one. Ew. Either ew. like homemade or like with the homemade actual cranberry. Meaning what? Like, like you're a, making it at home homemade with ju- real cranberries. Oh god, I can't believe you like this. I thought you were agreeing with me. No, I think that you need it to round out the bite. Like there is everything in a Thanksgiving meal kind of tastes the same. Like no, it's all mushed no, no. into one flavor. Not a sweet potato with a little uh, marshmallow uh, on top. Uh, no, that's uh, a different kind of sweet. There, There's the tartness and th- the sourness of a cranberry there, sauce that you're missing. You know what? I'm going to agree with Jack because there's no tartness in all of those flavors. It's just sweet and starchy. Fuck tart. Cranberry juice. Cranberry fucking sauce is so repugnant to me. <laughs> See, I don't, but I'm not going to eat cranberry sauce by itself. I like it just as a little accoutrement on my a bite. A little bit. Like a tiny little bit. Like a steak sauce. To round out the bite. Ah, you mm-hmm. make me sick. But I, I mean, this is not a surprise. I hate cooked fruit. Well, no, and I, this is no surprise. This is like, I hate jams and I hate like apple pies. That, that was my other thing I was going to be on here. Um, cranberry sauce, I felt like was a little predictable, but I just leaned into it. It's fine. The canned cranberry sauce is even worse. It's disgusting. The one that comes out and just like a... And it looks like a can when you <laughs> get it out of the can. It has the can. And you slice it. Yes. You slice yes. it like a cucumber. I Ew, no, it's fine. good. <laughs> no, I don't want that. I need one yes. with the actual cranberries in it. So it's like has texture and... 
All right. Okay. Well, I already right. know how this is uh, fucking. This verdict is gonna not go. Not guilty. Mm, you conformists. <laughs> okay. Well, when we come back, it's time for some true crime rewind and lots of Thanksgiving murders. Ooh. True crime. Yeah. It's rewind time. So, hello, everyone. Welcome to True Crime <laughs> Rewind. Yes. Hello. He's like, welcome to True Crime Hollywood Theater. <laughs> it's like he needs to introduce. Like, hello, everyone. We didn't know anyone was here. Yes. Yeah. What a surprise. Oh, well, welcome. Hello. Welcome. Hello. Oh, I, what, I, what a surprise. Oh, I didn't see you here. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Oh, Poppy in the back. <laughs> Truly. So, I want to talk to you about a bunch of Thanksgiving murders. Mm. What is, they are so, that is not a thankful or plentiful it's not. alignment. So on November 26, 2009, in South Florida, oh. a guy, Florida. Yeah, a guy named Florida. Paul Maringue, he ate his dinner, Exotic. and he had 16 family members and friends. Everything happened. It was all fun. Then he takes out a gun. Jesus. And he kills four relatives. It's awful. Oh, my God. Including his cousin-in-law, two twin sisters, and um, his cousin's six-year-old daughter. Oh, my God. That's terrible. And he actually said, I've waited 20 years to do this. Whoa. He runs from the scene. They catch him. And he pleads guilty to seven consecutive life sentences. That's awful. Piece of what shit. What the hell? All right. 2012... At the home of Shanika Alsup, who was 27 years old, there was a sibling spat as food was being served. A sibling spat. Yes. Cranberry sauce versus not. <laughs> yeah. Shanika stabs her half-brother, Deontay, in the neck with a serving fork. Oh, my God. That's yes. terrible. He survives. But she goes to jail for first degree assault. I feel like that something like that happened in Seinfeld. Didn't someone get stabbed with a fork? I don't know. We'll have to re- revisit this. Go on. All right. So now at a dinner, it was a guy named Elias Oliver. Sorry. By the way, what do you guys think that there are more murders on Halloween or Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving. Because Thanksgiving. it's family. Everyone's yeah, it's forced family. with their families and it's like sort of this domestic sort yeah. of forced. Yeah. And things come, things are like teeming with tension and come to a head. No, and people you, are drinking yeah. and obviously people are bringing guns. In Halloween, are allow, in Halloween you're sort of allowed to like uh, channel that elsewhere. No, whether you're it's walking like, around. You're, yeah. you're a new person. Like you can be like, I'm this other person. And you can sort of uh, purge to a degree, like some tension. Thanksgiving's a kind of stuffy holiday, yeah. well, and in most, that you're confined to like under one roof, and and most homicides are somebody you know, obviously, right? Yes, mm-hmm. So yep. that is kind of a recipe for disaster for a lot of people. Yeah. yeah, no, it's it's like you hear about so many crimes that happen at Chuck E. Cheese because <sighs> Chuck E. Cheese is like there's there's birthday parties and yeah. family are all together yeah and then it bubbles over uh, Chuck E. Cheese good memories oh I do mm. love it Chuck E. Cheese see that should have been the Mouseketeers because everyone goes to Chuck E. Cheese not everyone's a Disney Mouseketeer but like everyone's a Chuck E. Cheese Mouseketeer there, there's a Chuck E. Cheese everywhere or and there was it, we all went and it was all like before we knew better when we were five we we're like the Chuck E. Cheese knew no. better L- listen I-, I have video Chuck E. Of, Cheese is nasty I have video of my daughter Zoe 
watching but before you know it's nasty. Yeah, it's good. Watching as as the yeah. animatronics go on, and it's like the Beatles. She's freaking out. Oh, it's for so sure. Amazing. And they're so creepy. Oh, it's so great. Did you guys see? Um, there was like the conspiracy theory. We were going way off track, but the conspiracy theory about the Chuck E. Cheese pizza and how they would reuse the slices because when you get a Chuck yes. E. Cheese pizza for some they're reason, they're a little separate. The yeah, pepper, yeah. they're all weird shapes, and it's not like somebody just mm-hmm. went over it with a thing, and like the pepperonis don't mi- match up with <laughs> each other. So the theory, the conspiracy theory, is that they'll take unused pieces of pizza mm-hmm. and then like put them they on a might. different a different pie and reason. Allegedly accused. Who fucking knows? Yeah, We're not going there ever COVID, again. COVID, it would have been fine. Yes. We're not going ever again and my hypothetical child... I'll go. I'll go, I'll go right yeah, now. Yeah, because you're a disaster. Yeah, Chuck E. Cheese is terrifying looking. That's right. He looks like he's on drugs. Like That's the Jim right. Jones kind of vibe. Yeah. Jim yeah. Jones of fucking animatronic animals. All right. Yes. All right. So, <laughs> Ilis Oliver at 76 was upset because his son Keith was not helping out doing the chores on Thanksgiving. So, yeah, he went and killed him with a 357 revolver. But that's that's not the most extreme story. Like that was misplaced anger. Yeah. The most extreme Thanksgiving story occurred in 1991. Now, there was a woman uh, who was named Omaya. Omaya? Nelson. Amaya Nelson. Yes. And she actually killed her husband by stabbing him with a pair of scissors. Ow. Yikes. Yeah. But that didn't stop there. She cut him up. <gasps> with the scissors? Uh, with Something. whatever. Took his head, put it in a fryer, and his hands in a fryer, <gasps> and also reportedly castrated him. Oh, my God. Now... It was reported that uh, that uh, she had raped and tried to strangle, or he had tried to rape and strangle her, and she had said, "If I did didn't defend my life, I would have been dead. I'm sorry it happened, but I'm glad I lived." Now, that is what happened. That is probably the most thing. Now, so so one of the things is is that she she wrapped all of his organs and put them in newspaper, and then she drove to her friend's house. Oh no! And put them in trash bags, and then she put them in the back of his 1975 Corvette. Oh Just my God! His organs. Yeah, and then then she offered the friend seventy five thousand dollars to like, can you help me do this? So the God. friend said, um, "What a disaster! This whole thing's a dis- sad yeah. disaster." Also, how did she have seventy five thousand dollars just lying also, around? Also, like, don't ever tell anyone. <laughs> That's like the biggest rule. So the friend's like, and you could have mm-hmm. you disposed it in his Corvette. You could have disposed it throw yeah. the Corvette You're... into a lake. The friend's like, mm, no, I'm good. So <laughs> uh, she reports it to the police. They start the investigation now. This is in Orange County, California, and the, Orange, the my hometown senior deputy DA actually said, "Quote is it Matt f- Murphy? It was I not, love Matt it Murphy. Was not Matt Murphy. He looks so nice. Matt Murphy is in every TV. I every. love Matt Murphy. I'm like, how do you have the time to they be in say every Orange County DA? I'm like Matt Murphy. <laughs> Obviously, it's Matt Murphy. It's not Matt Murphy. No, it's not. It's it, Randolph Pulaski. Matt, Matt Murphy was too young when yes. this happened. This was in '93, '91. Yeah. Matt Murphy, you were still just a little baby. Please yes. call us. He's kind of sexy. So hot. Yeah. And now I think he's a correspondent. He's he's doing things. I think outside of. I saw him commenting on something else. Like I love Matt Murphy's good shit. He is. He's a good talker. That's right. He's attractive. That's right. 
great for TV. That's right. All right. So he said. It, so th- this <laughs> is what Pawlowski said. He said, "In the fry cooker, there sat Mr. Nelson's hands, and when oh we God. opened the refrigerator, there was Mr. Nelson's head with stab wounds." Wow, it's awful. She Jeffrey was convicted Dahmer. of second degree murder. 28 years to life. She'll be up for parole again in 2026. That being said, I want to know about what happened to her, that which drove her here. And I think that's some really important mm-hmm. context that yeah. we don't have uh, and we don't have the time to get into. But I think before any of us who are listening... Uh, Pass judgment? Passes judgment. Listen, what she did wasn't okay. But also you need to understand the psychological implications of maybe what, what brought her mm-hmm. here. Um, and some people overreact once they've been pushed over the edge and she may have in fact she did but uh there could be some mitigating circumstances here which could explain why she would have actually like retaliated to such an extreme degree i'm shocked i've never heard of this me too yeah matt murphy if you're listening cover it talk (laughs) about it we need more information we want to see on your tv you can get the files (laughs) you're there yes all right all right (laughs) Matt Murphy. (laughs) (laughs) You love Matt Murphy, too. Yes. Notwithstanding, we're going to hear about the worst things that you have done right now. Thanksgiving edition. Actually, it's not really Thanksgiving edition, but you know what? You're going to listen to it on Thanksgiving, and you're going to love it. It is a Thanksgiving edition. They're not talking about, like, I took a turkey and... But I'm thankful for them. Yes. So yes. That, that tracks. Yes. Exactly. I'm thankful for you. So it is a Thanksgiving addiction because yes, addiction <laughs> yes. and addition. Wow, you guys. All right. Let's just worsty let's firsty, carry on. Worsty Firsty is coming up next. Jesus. Cornucopia of things. Bye. You are a horrible person. What's the worst thing you've ever done? Come on, come all. It's time to shove yourselves in a little cornucopia <laughs> of joy. Join our cornucopia. We're going to like condense and be really writhed together in a crazy way. Uh, so that is our truth. And don't look at each other. Sometimes when we're all here recording, they look at each other like I say something crazy. But this is how we all feel. Mm-hmm. We're thankful for the firsty worsties. And I'm thankful for all of you who will also call. Um in the future because I need your stories. It's like oxygen. (laughs) So we're starting with the first one. Let's go. Billy? Say beep, beep, so they know you're alive or something. Beep, beep. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks. Back in the late 80s, early 90s, my wife and I had friends who were in the middle of a friendly prank war with some boys who were taking some time in between high school and college to to do volunteer work at an area of rural Kentucky. It was all innocent, and our friends were winning until one morning they came out to go to work, and they realized that in the night these boys had snuck up into their house and taken packages of Oreos and stuck to them, stuck them to their car windows by twisting open the cookies and then licking the filling to get the filling wet and to create a seal. Well, our friends were stumped. They couldn't think of a better prank, and they were not going to let some young boys waste all of these Oreos, and win the prank war. So we brainstormed and came up with the perfect revenge revenge prank. We invited all of, our, all of the men that we knew to come to our house on a certain day. And since my family lived on a dead-end street, there was only one way in, one way out. We gave them all a dress code, denim overalls, no shirts, and if they had them, straw hats. 
They were also told to bring their unloaded rifles. I do want to stress all firearms were unloaded because all of our friends are extremely strict on gun safety. We also had someone pick up a bunch of firecrackers. We invited these the boys over for dinner, and they'd never been to our house, so we speci- we gave them directions, and we specified a time where it would be start to get dark. And they really didn't suspect anything because we were not part of this in this prank war previously. It had, it had just been our friends. So then we had all of our friends line the, line the street and kind of hide out until they saw the boys pull up. And when the boys pulled up, our friends all stepped out onto the road and looked like some sort of hillbilly hell with their rifles at the ready. And then someone behind them lit the firecrackers to simulate gunfire, and you never saw two boys reverse a car and leave so fast. It was like, uh, it was exactly like the Roadrunner on the old cartoons. And that was the last prank that my friends had with them, and they were the winners of this prank war. We did apologize later, and then we bought them dinner for their trouble. And that was the worst thing that my dad has ever done. Okay. So before we get into my actual opinion, um, what I want to get into is that, like, even an unloaded mm-hmm. weapon is dangerous, not because of what the the person holding the unloaded weapon is going to do, but the response mm-hmm. it could evoke. Yeah. Yes. So um, I think it's always scary to have an unloaded weapon pointed at someone because someone Maybe they secretly have a real weapon and they mm-hmm. could shoot you. Like, I think this was a risky prank. And I think we're seeing more and more the results of even having like a dummy gun or yeah. anything on set, given what's been mm-hmm. happening with uh, Alec Rust, Baldwin yeah. with the Rust movie that's been shooting. I think we're actually taking a, a deeper look at like pranks with guns in general. Um, so I appreciate that like this was actually. You were in a prank war, so I actually believe there was context for this yes. that they were maybe expecting. They were lured there. Like I think there's there's a ton of variables to consider about why maybe though this uh, at that time it didn't feel dangerous. All right, let me stop here right there because we're talking about a prank war with. Oreos. We need to talk about the Oreos because I've never heard of that before, and that is a genius prank. Lick, genius. Licking the Oreos and putting Sticking them on Sticking them on. Like little octopus suckers everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, I love that's that. That's an incredible all, prank. Great prank. First of all, it seems pretty benign. Okay. You're putting those Oreos all over. But it, is it like bologna, and is it going to strip your car? I don't know. There might be something in that. Yeah. yeah. Or is it like cream. Co- Coca-Cola, they say, does that? Like, there's a few things they say that does yeah. that to yeah. like a car. So... They leave and then they come back and then there's guys, there's guys with um, overalls and rifles and no shirt and no in shirts. a straw hat. There you go. Like so, a ter- I mean, I, terrifying. I mean, I I, li- I love the theatrics of it and it's costumey and that's why I'm like giving the benefit of the doubt. Where like the yeah. dudes at some point were like, "This is part of the prank," but like, yeah, minus the guns, a plus prank. Yes. That being said, I though, I do think th- I think she said this is a long time ago. Yeah. You know, it's like I, I mm-hmm. think things are changing because like this was bef- when did she say it was? I think she said her dad did it. Yeah. OK. So it's like now things with guns are much more scary because we're having mass shootings. We're having fucking incidents on set. I yeah. think your uh, experience is the picture of like 
wholesome yes. gun prank that no longer exists. So like revel in this because people can't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. No. And yours was harmless. And um, I do think it's a fucking epic prank. Yeah. But because the tone has changed and because guns are, th- the risk is higher, uh, the mortality rate is higher. Uh, I think it's a prank and uh, a mindset in a, an attitude about guns that could never be replicated in modern day. So I think what we can do is revel and appreciate like this prank because at the time it wasn't distasteful. It wasn't scary. It was probably fucking awesome at the time. Um, and you probably won't like, they probably won this prank war. They like did. that is, you can't do any better than this modern times. We know this. We can't even joke. We're, we're scared to text about a hypothetical, like mm. LOL gun. Like you can't, like times have changed. So you already know this. Um, we can't do this anymore. And, uh, you know, I do think that you, this, this prank war was one. And now it's like, no one should ever make any pranks or jokes about guns. And in fact, it's like talking about movie sets, there shouldn't be guns on sets. No. All right. Next one. So this might be the weirdest story you've gotten. Uh, I'm trying to keep it short. I was in high school, very rural town, only about 1,500 people, uh, one gas station, no stoplights, you know. You would have to keep yourself pretty entertained, um, so we would do a lot of driving around aimlessly. So one night, there were three of us driving around, and I guess we were feeling a bit rowdy because we ended up calling this night our night of destruction. So we're driving, and we see this box side of the road uh, across from a graveyard, so we were, you know, ooh, spooky, you got to see what's in it. Uh, we pull over. I stay in the car while my friend goes out to look. The headlights were right on her, so you could see her jerk back when she saw what was inside. But she she brought it with her. She brought it and put it in the back seat next to me. Now, I don't know how to explain the smell, but it was like a wall just hit me when she shut the door. You know, and this is a major, like, what's in the box moment, Right. Well, it was hunting season, and it turned out to be a pelt of a deer. Well, like, not the full pelt, but, like, leftovers. <laughs> like, no organs, just skin. Well, you might be asking yourself, okay, well, why the fuck would you bring it with you? Oh, uh, well, we were in high school, so naturally we had enemies. Uh, we were currently in this fight with this one girl. I'm sure it was over a boy. So we were driving around for, like, 20 minutes with this box. Can't breathe because of the smell. So my friend starts spraying this body spray, which, of course, just mixes the two scents. Calgon Hawaiian ginger. I'm telling you what. It'll harm me. So we ended up just dumping the stuff all over her yard. And honestly, like, we didn't think anything of it because we ended up just going on to do other shit that night. But then we got to school the next day. Something to note about this girl, she lives with her mom and her grandma, and I guess it was her grandma that was up before dawn cleaning that shit up. <sighs> Poor thing. Well, don't imagine like a frail old lady. I mean, she was a farm grandma, so, you know, sturdy, but still. Okay, bye. Okay, so I have some initial thoughts on this, and what I'm happy about is that, like, this was just residual deer carcass, and mm-hmm. you didn't hurt anything or a being to, to like, to, to... Get hurt revenge. someone else yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so I also am like trying to channel this idea that like you didn't let anything go to waste. Like if someone just left it behind, <laughs> I guess that. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, exactly. I oh, guess that's better oh, than oh, leaving oh. it there to decompose. Very oh, oh, eco-friendly. I, yeah. Yes, I see a carcass. That's revenge. 
I'm going to take that. Well, I mean, I'm sure the animals were currently feeding off of it. So I don't know if that was like they were really saving the, the world by doing that. Yes. Actually, I don't feel good about any of this. The circle of life. I, <laughs> my commitment is to you, the firsty worsty who dedicated mm-hmm. uh, this honesty to me, which yes. I will, I take very seriously. That being said, sometimes people deserve um, retribution. And sometimes we miss, uh, sometimes it's disproportionate to what they deserve. You know, because this is a traumatizing thing. To wake up with something like this on your lawn, it's like mafia style. It's like you get a dead rat on your lawn. Like, it's disproportionate. It sends a message. It sends a message. And that being said, like, when we're in high school, we don't have the understanding of how this could be interpreted or look. So I'm having compassion for people who do this in that regard. Because we really, truly have no idea, like, the lasting effects of bullying or trauma or this sort of act and what that uh, does to somebody. So I empathize with you there. That being said, like the, the receiver of this and their grandmother, how scary that must've been is very real. Well, that's the thing. It's like, you know, you can try to get revenge or whatever on somebody, but you never know who's going to actually be the person that it's going to affect at the end of the day or how it will affect them or what their response will be. Uh, and I think it's always better to just listen. We're children. I've I've done shit like this. I'm sure I silly stringed or fucking egged people's houses in high school. I own my shit. Like I was a very um, rebellious kid, so I'm sure I did this shit. But like I never came across a fucking carcass. Yeah. But because that is a message that seems very threatening mm-hmm. of someone's life. Egging, not so much, right? So. I think like I empathize with you because you had no idea how that would come across. And, and I empathize with your, I don't want to call them a victim, but like the person on the receiving end of this, this is probably really scary. And also poor grandma. I mean, having to clean it up. And you also, you got your karma because now you can never smell that scent of mm. bath and body room spray. <laughs> it was coconut perfume. ginger. But that being said though, you as an adult realized that it was fucked up. So I, I, you also can't beat yourself up. You're a kid. We all do fucked up weird shit when we're kids. And I think that uh, you get it and you're, you, you sound super well adjusted and like that you've reconciled this. And uh, that being said, guys, revenge is a risk. Literally 100% of the time, um, using a laxative to get revenge, someone could die. Scaring somebody into submission with a carcass of an animal on a lawn. Mm-hmm. Like, th- you don't know the, the like, ripple effect of that sort of act. Um, you know, killing someone who you think is guilty of something when they're not, when there hasn't been due process. Like, revenge is a risk. You should fucking rise above it and not do it at the best of your ability. Amen. Billy? Yes. Amen. You've been talking for, like, 30 minutes. I, so I just want to make sure I you're know. here. You were just on a roll, so I was just watching. you have anything? No, I don't. Not even like a, okay, he doesn't, just deep breath. I think we're ready. Oh my God, is it time? <laughs> yes, it is, it is <laughs> Holy time. shit. Okay, it's time. My friends, I'm really excited for this Costanza stanza. Okay. It's called George's, it's called George's Thanksgiving Inner Monologue. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Costanza stanza, here we go. There is so much to hate about Thanksgiving. I overeat, which is a problem. Because my pants aren't forgiving. (laughs) A cornucopia of gluttony, family, and shame. Over drinking, over thinking, 
and being emotionally maimed. <laughs> and I think the worst part about Thanksgiving is the idea that it's enjoyable, a true misgiving. And you know the part that especially irks me is that my unclothed body looks like a raw turkey. Uh. <laughs> Iconic. <sighs> I felt good. I feel like fucking George would like it. I think George would like it. Mm. George, mm. we miss you. All right. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. Bye. That's a turkey. Bye.